Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. So we're talking about this guy in Florida named Ryan. He uh, saw a guy panhandling at a stoplight, wanted to help him out, said, hey man, uh, I'll give you a job uh, doing lawn maintenance for $15 an hour. Guy started swearing at him, kicked his car, so Ryan went and made his own sign that says, I offered this guy $15 an hour to do yard work. He refused the job. We as a community need to stop paying them and they'll leave our neighborhood. And he started following around the panhandler with his sign. Kind of like a a blocker. Yeah. In football? A change blocker. (laughs) It's the guy rejecting the change that's coming out the window. No, 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 no. (laughs) No change for you. (laughs) We're asking if he should get a kudos or a pudos for doing this. And the majority of people are saying, give him a kudos. Kudos. You should be uh, helping these people with a hand up, not a hand out. Uh, Let's go to the phones. What do you think? I say 100% kudos. Do you give panhandlers money in the intersections? Uh, occasionally, but I was in Toronto one night, and uh, I asked for money for food. I had two slices of pizza, so I offered him a slice of pizza. He took it and threw it on the ground, so I don't do that anymore. Well, that's the thing, eh? Yeah. That's that's yeah. the big, and I've done the same thing where I'm like, hey, I'll, you want me to buy you a coffee? No, I want I want the money. Well, <laughs> sorry, bud. You know, if you if, if it's for the necessities of life, I'll buy you some deodorant. I'll buy you some uh, some toothpaste. You know, what do you need to get by? I'll help you out. But uh, where's that money going? Yeah, so I don't give the money anymore. Hi, FM ninety six. Hi, FM ninety six. Uh, hi, I'm just calling to give uh, kudos to the sign guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it sounds cold, but it's like uh, exactly like uh, what Jim said. Uh, if you give people money who are just standing around asking for it, all you're doing is encouraging people to stand around and ask for money. Like, there are services people can use, and they choose to, to do this instead. So It used uh, to be more contained, I feel, in London, Ontario. that the, the people with the signs in the intersections would be all closer to downtown. But now you're in Wonderland. Yeah, you can drive across the yeah, city, and like everywhere. every intersection has someone standing there with a sign. I wonder if there's like turf wars between them, though, because yeah. they probably have like their designated yeah, spot. Whoever gets there first. Yeah, this is my corner. Yeah. yeah, there definitely are regulars at certain intersections, and I know that they do. I don't think it's ever turned violent, but there's definitely uh, some kind of code that they expect to follow. So there was a guy at uh, Warncliffe and Oxford. I can't say 100%, but 99% a drug deal. A guy walked across from, like, whatever plaza is right there, goes over, reaches into his backpack, gives something to the guy who's on the corner. And his one foot was in the lane as I was turning left into it, so I laid on the horn, and the guy, like, looks over like I'm inconveniencing him and then finally steps up onto the median. As the drug deal's going on at, like, 4 in the afternoon. Did you give him any change? No, I gave him $4 and he gave me some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and an interesting text message we just got here. Yes. Uh, panhandling at intersections. One of my staff was given a distracted driving fine for giving someone money at Wonderland in Oxford. Very pricey. Distracted driving? You roll the window down, you're giving someone change. I wonder if it like causes a traffic delay or anything like that. They or, missed an advanced green? Yeah. Or if they're just now giving distracted driving tickets to people who give money to panhandlers in intersections, which would be a great deterrent. (laughs) 
if if I knew I was going to get fined possibly five hundred a thousand dollars, lose demerit points or gain demerit points for giving money to a panhandler in an intersection, I sure as heck wouldn't do it. That's a dirty trick by the police, either way. I think because it's not common knowledge that you're going to that's a, that's a distracted driving fine. They just lay a four hundred dollar fine on you, and you're trying to help somebody. I'd yeah, be furious if I, I got that so charge. Mad too. I'd try- go to court even if I was going to lose money. That's bull. <laughs> you're trying to be a good person, yeah, and you get punished for it. I thought this would be a good way to end the conversation. We've got Julie on the phone. Good morning, Julie. Morning. Well, we want to give the other perspective here. You used to live on the streets, correct? I did. You lived on the streets for about two years, and would you panhandle? Uh, I did it a couple times. I didn't do it very much. Normally, uh, we had a click, a really nice click. We all just kind of fed each other when we had the time and the money. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so you'd, you'd uh, get together. Someone was doing the panhandling, and then they'd pass the money around, so they'd share it amongst you guys. Yep. This how, was in Toronto. How old were you when you were on the street? Uh, I was on the street when I was 15 years old. Holy cow. And things weren't going pretty good for you. Then what happened? Um. So, well, let's see. I, uh, I went to grade nine five different times. I think that's important to tell. So five different times, I got a total of, uh, two credits in my name. And uh, so I lived on the street for a couple of years. And then shortly after that, I ended up getting pregnant. I was with his father for a little while, and that didn't turn out very good. We went on welfare, me and my son. We lived on $3 a day for food. Wow. It was incredible, yeah. So uh, with, a, uh, with a child. With a child, yep. So it was 3 bucks a day for food. Everything else was paid for, right? I had a landline, and I had rent. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what I had. Um, so we did that for three years. And then as soon as he started junior kindergarten, I decided to go back to school. I did my upgrading. I started in August. I started in grade eight English and grade seven math. And I finished everything up into grade 12. I did my DED by June so that I could spend the summer with my son. And then I enrolled into nursing. Now I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for 20 years. Had a really fun and exciting career so far. Lots of traveling. I never would have thought my life would be like that. I also am a painter, paint houses or offices or whatever. Good money there. Mm-hmm. My house, I own a house, an Airbnb part of it. Julie, so life changes like crazy. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what would you <laughs> say? Amazing. What would you say to people who want to help uh, those who are in need on the street? What is, What was the best uh, assistance that you got, or the best place you could go to get help that wasn't just giving people change uh, in an intersection that would possibly go to just more drugs or alcohol? Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, in Toronto, we had the Evergreen on the street, and that was a really nice place to go. It was just like a little religious thing, and you could go in and there and and hang out when it was cold and stuff. Uh-huh. I didn't take advantage of any services that were out there. Were you, were you doing lots of drugs ago. drugs and, and stuff? I did when you're all kinds of drugs and tons of drinking. And I was like that. When the guy wanted to sell acid, he was like, look at her. And then they could sell more acid. <laughs> She's having a great time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and you're sitting there and you're thinking, this is life, right? It ain't going to get much better than this. I already felt like an ass. You know, I'm out on the street, uh, not going to get any better. I wasn't looking forward to life at all, but I made the decision to change it. Yeah, that's amazing. And it doesn't change overnight, does it? It takes a lot of hard work. It does take some work, but, you know, first, it's like quitting smoking. You just got to do it, right? Yeah. 
You got to stick yeah. it. You got to stick to it. And that's what people it's, the the secret to life, I think, is just showing up and doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, 90 mm-hmm. percent of it is just showing up. And, and if you do it every day, eventually it's going to take you somewhere. Yeah, I tried. Um, I did try working when I was living on the street, but it was really super hard to to get a good sleep at night in a stairwell and wake up and get to work on time and stuff. So yeah, no doubt. that's hard to do. It's hard to break that that system. But, you know, if you ever get a chance, if somebody offers something to you, I say take it. Yeah, start working. It'll make you feel good about yourself. It'll yes. make, give you a sense of uh, purpose, and uh, you'll stop feeling like there's no point, right? That's right. That's exactly right. Julie, thanks for sharing that. Hopefully somebody heard you and, and maybe you helped uh, steer someone in the right direction this morning. I appreciate you letting me tell my story. And I want to thank uh, one of our listeners, Dave. He says, hey, Taz, I heard you talking about how you're going to the Slash concert in Windsor next uh, Friday, even though your wife is pregnant. If she does go into labor, a cab back is going to cost you over $100. I can say that for sure because back in 1994, I got kicked off a tour bus uh, down going down to a Red Wings game. I wonder, what would you do, Dave? He got kicked off the tour bus, and in 1994, it cost $100 for a cab from Windsor to London. And in 1994, you had to do a lot more to get kicked off a bus. Yeah. I feel. <laughs> I got a couple reports here, Taz. An Uber would cost you from city center to city center $428. Okay. and Worth it to witness the birth of my daughter. Debatably, but yeah. Uh, and another one here is... Uh, uh, ride Booker Taxi from Windsor to London, $395. So we're looking at four or 500 Four-hundo. bucks with tip. Yeah, thanks to Jared Robert for doing that research. Yeah, appreciate it. I'm sure there's guys out there who have had to do something similar. Your wife goes into labor, you're doing something. It's it's not the most opportune time for you, but it doesn't matter. It's not about you anymore. You got to drop everything and you got to be there. Otherwise... Um, your kids will hold it over your head for the rest of your life, and your wife sure as heck will hold it <laughs> over your head <laughs> yeah. for the rest of your life. Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. And this one's questionably wrong, but uh, whether you choose to play this or not, that's up to you. But I used to uh, use my CAA membership. You get 200 kilometers per tow, and you just uh, take a fuel pump fuse out, and you get a tow truck. That's so you're kind saying, of brilliant. You're saying I should drive to Windsor. Yes. And if my wife goes into labor, I take my fuel pump out and call CAA, and they will tow me. Wait, they'll just, bring me in the tow truck, and they'll tow my car back to London. Just That's the fuse. Like you, just take, you just take the fuse out. You don't want to take the whole fuel pump out or something. Right. Do something. Not even check. Just tell him your car won't start. I had a DD, but now he left because my car won't start. I'm not going to say that uh, I'm going to do that, but... <laughs> It's an option. You get seven toes per year up to 200 kilometers per toe. Might as well use them. (laughs) He drops you up 200 kilometers away. You put the fuse back in and drive the rest of the way home. (laughs) That's right. And then if you're sober in the morning, you get your car. You're good. Thanks, man. Hi, FM 96. Hi. Um, My daughter was born November 12, 2013. Uh We had to go from Port Burwell to Woodstock in a snowstorm. Literally got to Woodstock Hospital, not even there for eight minutes, and a baby popped out. Perfect. So the majority Uh, of the action was going on during that drive. Yeah. (laughs) It's terrifying. 
How, were you were you speeding? Were you running red lights? Uh, oh, we were giving her skidoo. Like, <laughs> even though it was snowstorm, we went as fast as we could. And how did your wife do? Uh, I think it hurt, but... <laughs> I think it hurt. <laughs> yeah. But was she screaming at you to go faster, or was she, uh, was she holding it together? I told you to get oh. those snow tires on three months she ago! Wanted to, she wanted to get there ASAP. <laughs> I bet. Like, ten minutes too old. Was it your first but, child? No, it was her third, but my first. Okay. Her third. So she'd been through it before. That would... Uh, yeah. That would make things a little bit better. Well, we're yeah, glad you made it to the hospital just in the nick of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't and have Nick. to clean the floor mats. <laughs> she would have been doing that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Pulling over at the car wash with the vacuum. He gave you the gift of your first child. <laughs> I think we've got one more here. Hi, go ahead. Yeah, um, well, last year... I was I was working actually in Burlington when my wife called me that her water broke. And I live halfway from London to Chatham, and we were just supposed to deliver in Chatham. So I took the work truck, speeding up the highway. I ended up making it. When I walked in the door, her legs were crossed. She was screaming. I loaded her in my car, left my part, work partner in the work truck. He wished me luck. I started speeding up the highway. When I hit the very last bridge before Chatham turnoff, the whole highway stopped. I hit the shoulder, started speeding up the shoulders, transport truck swerving, and she called 911. They told me to stop. I said, what are my charges when I get there? I, I don't, I'm not, I have my kid born on the side of the highway, so I kept speeding up the shoulder, and they said, we're not going to recommend that. We got an ambulance coming. I stopped the car. I said, if I don't see an ambulance within one minute, I'm going to keep going. And suddenly the ambulance split the transport trucks, came through the center median, picked me and my wife up. We got to the Chatham Hospital, and our daughter was born within 25 minutes of being there. There you go. What was everyone so stressed out about? You had an extra 25 minutes to spare. And that's what I was saying. (laughs) Uh, Was it a boy or a girl? A little girl. Her name was actually Faith Marie. We we decided it was going to be that before any of this, and that day, it definitely decided it. I was hoping that the lights that parted the transport trucks, it was going to be Buddy in the work truck. <laughs> oh, I got your back! <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> your your buddy from the job site ended yeah. up delivering your child. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't worry, I got an air compressor and a nail gun in the back. I got everything we need. I got some fast orange. I washed the hands. We're good. <laughs> so the game we are playing is... Where'd they hide it? <laughs> and Dustin is our contestant. Hey, Dustin. Hey, How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Good, good. So this game, the way it works, uh, we tell you stories about people who hid something, usually uh, because they're smuggling or stealing, but they've hidden something, and we will give you multiple choice options as to where they hid it. Now, the catch is there's that bonus prize of a Devin Peacock t-shirt, a uh, caca shirt, and that's for the Daily Dumper. Daily Dumper means you think they hid the item in their bum region, if you think that uh, the story I'm telling you is the Daily Dumper, just yell it out. 
and we will uh, we will let you know if you're right. You can only do it once, and you have to yell out Daily Dumper before we give you the multiple choice options, okay? Got it. Here we go. First story. A 39-year-old man was detained at JFK Airport in New York when it was discovered he was trying to smuggle 34 finches into the United States. The bird? The bird. Uh, 34 finches. 34. I'm going to say that's not the Daily Dumper. Okay. <laughs> the, the, birds, birds. the birds, believe it or not, valued at $100,000. He was planning on selling them to be used in bird singing competitions. What? This yeah, story needs a movie. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, they have Finch singing, like American Idol-style bird singing competitions that we knew nothing about <laughs> until we read this story. But the reason we're here... Where'd they hide it? Did he hide the 34 Finches in plastic hair curlers, in rolls of toilet paper, or in Pringles cans? That's a lot of Pringles cans. What was the first one? Plastic hair curlers. You know, like the things that in movies that like grandma has in her yeah, hair? Yeah. Finches aren't very big. I'm going to go with those. Finches aren't very big, right? I'm going to go with hair curlers. You got <laughs> it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's hair curlers. All right. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go finch hunting. <laughs> yeah, find a finch. Yeah. Worth about three grand, apparently. Oh, you say it was for racing. You didn't say racing. Did you say, what was it? Not comp- racing, for racing. singing competitions. Singing. <laughs> Bird singing competitions. Oh, man. All right. Our buddy Danny Miles from uh, July Talk would probably be into that. Oh, he loves his bird stuff, right? Guaranteed. <laughs> Next one here. A guy was arrested last month on a flight from Bogota, Colombia. I feel like a lot of guys get arrested on flights from Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> I wonder what he was smuggling. He was uh, flying into Spain, and it was discovered he was smuggling about $50,000 worth of cocaine. A cocaine. Where'd they hide it? Did he hide the coke in the bottom of his shoes? Was it sewn into his jacket? Or was it under his toupee? I, you know what? Just scrolling Facebook helps you in life for once, because I saw this story, and I think it was under his toupee. It was so <laughs> it's the greatest photo of this year. This the guy has a brick yeah. of cocaine <laughs> under his toupee, which is elevated about three inches off of his head because <laughs> post that picture on the FM ninety six Facebook fan page, Jim, because it is it's hilarious. It almost yeah. looks as bad as Trump's toupee. <laughs> and he had a hat on top of it yeah. trying to be discreet. So how tall was the hat? Because <laughs> the toupee is already four inches off his head and he's got a hat on top of it. It probably got knocked off on the uh, x-ray. Imagine how hard you'd be laughing if you were those customs officials taking that picture. <laughs> okay, turn to the side. It'd be funny if you just called him over and didn't bust him right away and be like, is there anything in your shoes? No, sir. <laughs> okay. Anything in your pants? No, sir. Okay. <laughs> just work your way yeah. out to the- <laughs> <laughs> to the toupee. And finally, here, last one. Three women arrested by customs officials at Bangalore Airport in India for smuggling 496 grams of gold into the country. Well, I'm going to go daily dumper, but that's a lot. <laughs> a spread between three women, but you're correct. Okay. That is the All daily right. dumper. How All much? Right. 496 grams? Oh, gram. uh, 496 grams of gold. smelt it down and wear it as jewelry, jewelry onto the plate? Ah, maybe. I don't know. I bet they wish they tried that. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, the big thing that has popped up overnight, past 24 hours on social media, is this old person filter that people are putting on their mm-hmm. pictures. You see everyone on your timeline posting these, Jim? Yeah, it's terrifying. I don't want to do it. It freaks me out. Like, how are these so good? Like, they, they really do uh, make it indistinguishable from a real picture and of an old person and one of these filters. Like, these things have developed over the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've come so far. Yeah, if that was like if I didn't know the person on the left with their young photo, their at, normal photo, and then yeah. and then saw just the old guy photo, I would think that was a real it's person. An old guy. It's a picture of someone's grandpa. Yeah, you say you don't want to do it. Well, it's too late. Shout out to one of our listeners, Nelio Santos. He oh, went no. to fm 96com <laughs> and he took a, a pictures of us from the website, and he's put the old person filter on them. I gotta say, you're looking pretty good as an old man. Yeah. Jim is like the uh, the handyman who's been helping grandma out after grandpa passed away. Yeah, yeah. Why is he always hanging around the house? How is he so in shape for a 72-year-old? Taz, you look younger. I know. <laughs> I look younger yeah. with the old man apple. You, you broke even at best. How is that even possible? <laughs> Jim looks like a hunky Alex Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, look the man. same age. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's it's all about consistency. Because when it comes comes right. to, to a bald guy, in my opinion, it's like when you first shave the head and you go for it, it makes you look older. But then uh-huh. you maintain that look. Uh-huh. Like uh, you look younger when you're 40 as a bald guy, I think. So I've just looked 40 for the past 20 years. You and Devin Peacock both. Like when I first worked here, I thought Devin was 45 and I, he still looks I thought the he exact was like same. 60. Yeah, he's 38. <laughs> he's five years younger than I am. What? <laughs> if you want to see the picture of Jim and I with the, uh, what's called Face App, is this, this hot new app that everyone's putting on their pictures to make them look old. You can see Jim and I on the FM 96 Facebook fan page. And we got some movie news here. You superhero fans will be excited to know that they are making a new Thor movie. Thor 4, which is fun to say. Thor 4. Thor 4. <laughs> Sounds like Shakespearean. <laughs> Thor 4 and 40 nights ago. <laughs> Thor 4 is happening. Uh, it's going to be directed by the guy who did Thor Ragnarok. What's his name? Taika Watiti? Take it. Take a Watiti? I have no idea. He's New Zealander, right? I just took a Watiti. (laughs) Take another Watiti. Uh, He, yeah, he he was in the uh, the vampire that comedy vampire movie with the the guy. What they do in the night or something like that. The guys from Flight of the Concords. Yeah. In the shadows. What they do in the shadows. What they do in the shadows. Very funny and obviously a funny guy and a fan favorite because Thor Ragnarok took the series in another direction and really made Thor. A much more enjoyable character to watch. Yeah, I honestly didn't really like the first two Thor movies, and because Thor didn't really have a character, he was just like, "I am stoic, God man." And, but in Ragnarok, he finally became hilarious. Weak, yeah, and then like became funny and seemed like more of a bro. And then they took it to the next level in Avengers Endgame. Oh my god, it was so funny. I still don't want to ruin it if you uh-huh. haven't seen Endgame. Thor is by far the standout of mm-hmm. that film. And how the movie ends, remember the end of uh, Endgame, what Thor's up to? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where his, uh, his travels take him. Could be, I don't care if it's a spoiler, a crossover? Yeah. 
Asgardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> they, better, they better call it that. That's better than Thor 4. Thor 4. No, Thor 4. Maybe they do that for Thor 5 because Thor 4 is fun to say. That's true. Thor 4. Some more uh, movie news here. Harry Styles. You know Harry Styles? He's the, the, young, uh, the young singer there who was in that band One Direction. Mm-hmm. He's in talks to play Prince Eric in the live-action Little Mermaid remake. And I've got to say, I am outraged about this. Really? My Eric is not British. <laughs> How dare they take some good roles from non-British people and give them to a British guy? What are they thinking? Boycott! That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.